are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to the Truth Report. I'm Barry Nussbaum, the founder of American Truth Project. As you know from our previous episodes, American Truth Project was formed as a defender of America's freedom. We are under attack from enemies both foreign and domestic, enemies bound by creed to destroy our way of life. One of our key issues here at American Truth Project is American-Israel relations. Why? Israel is the front line of defense against freedom in the Middle East. They're our sole democratic ally. They cooperate with us on all forms of security and not to mention uh, a great economic partner. Every form of terrorism that you've ever heard about was formatted in the Middle East, has been tested against Israel, who has developed some sort of defense against it, and they cooperate with us. In today's show, it's going to be about Israel and specifically the Gaza Strip. As many of you know, I was just in Israel. We filmed about 30 segments over there. And on this specific trip that you're going to see today, I got very lucky and was allowed to spend the day with a good friend of mine, uh, Home Front Command IDF Major Amit Grinfeld, who besides being a uh, combat veteran, is a wonderful tour guide, and I urge you to look him up if you ever go to Israel. Now, for those of you that don't know, the difference between the Gaza Strip and southern Israel is about as profound as the difference between San Diego and Mexico. As someone who grew up in San Diego, I can tell you when you head south and you go into Tijuana, you know it geographically, sociologically, economically, you feel like you've gone to another world. And conversely, when you come north out of Tijuana into San Diego, you feel like you've escaped and you're now in heaven. It's just like that between Gaza and southern Israel. In today's show, we're going to show you all kinds of interesting stuff, where we went, where we filmed on the Gaza border. We were in live fire areas. We were in the fields where the terrorism is actually taking place. And we're going to walk you right around the fences where now the rioting is taking place. You're going to see everything nice, everything peaceful, and everything very pretty. It has all changed since we were just there. In this video, you're going to see the cement factory that sits right on the Gaza border. This factory is in Israel, and it's 100% devoted to making cement that the trucks are waiting to take into Gaza. Why is the cement being made? Well, to rebuild houses, schools, hospitals, factories, and roads. It's run by the Israelis for the Palestinians in Gaza. International donors participated in funding it. But what is Hamas doing with all this cement? Well, they're using it to build and reinforce their underground terror tunnels. Where is the world's condemnation? We're still waiting. Check out the video. 
We are at the Gaza border with IDF Reserve Major Amit Grinfeld. We've got a lot to show you today. Here is the most dangerous border crossing on earth. This is where supplies come in all day long from southern Israel into the Gaza Strip, and this is the base adjoining that. We're standing right outside of it. We're in a live fire area, and these soldiers manning this base are under constant threat of small arms and mortar and heavy weapon fire. We are literally in an area under constant attack. Here's the cement plant at the border. This is paid for with donations, hundreds of millions from around the world and Israel. The cement is supposed to go into the Gaza Strip to supply material to rebuild the thousands of buildings that need it. And yet most of this cement is diverted into terror tunnels that are created under the fields. We're going to show you in just a minute. We have driven into a field that is technically not normally accessible. We are literally looking at the border into Gaza, and these are the fields where the, many of the tunnels come out. Not that we hear any tunneling below us right now, but I've seen many videos of Israeli helicopters with infrared cameras catching Palestinian terrorist infiltrators, and this is where the tunneling comes in. And these are the fields that are tunneled under and into constantly, supposedly right now, so we don't want to be here too long. This is a live fire area on the border. Why are we talking about these terror tunnels? Well, we're standing in the fields that have the tunnels running under them. Look across the street. Those houses are filled with moms, dads, and kids. These are the Jews that Hamas proclaims they plan to slaughter. They brag they're going to cut the fence, run across the street, and cut the hearts out of these Jews. Many people in those homes can actually hear tunnels being dug under their beds at night. Can you imagine how terrifying that must be? In this next segment, you're going to see how close the people live to Gaza. On one side, you're going to see beautiful homes and a nice neighborhood. And the other side, well, it's the Gaza Strip. It's close, it's within rifle range, and I'm going to take you right into the area where the terror tunnels are being dug right now. You're going to see where the rioting is taking place, where the firebombs are, where the smoke screens were set, and where cut fences are being infiltrated by terrorist intent, as they put it, to cut the hearts out of any Jew they find on their way to uh, Jerusalem so they can pray. So this is as close as I dare to take us to Gaza because right now we're literally inside rifle range from the border. As you can see, there is a tractor of one of the farmers who is irrigating those beautiful fields. That used to be a desert before Israel was created. And right behind it, about 100 feet behind it, there is a bulletproof army vehicle escorting the farmer because it's too dangerous to work here otherwise. You cannot come here without army escort. The border is literally just behind them. Um, in the last campaign against Hamas in Gaza, there were tunnels and there were fire incidents all around us. Motors hit this area like rain. You can see uh, the houses of Gaza from here. Many of those tall houses were built by Yasser Arafat to help his officers getting luxury residence 
the same officials eventually were thrown out of the rooftops by Hamas members in the violent uprise of 2007 when hundreds of Fatah officials were executed by their so-called brothers from Hamas. We're just a few hundred yards from the Gaza border here and that tall concrete tower sits on the border of Gaza and is fired upon consistently. This would be the second border with the heaviest security protecting the kibbutz, which is right across the street. Tunnels actually go under us into that kibbutz that are constantly being found and destroyed. Every kibbutz and every community that is around Gaza is protected by fences like this outside of the main primary defense system of the army. They have their own defense system. Those are sensors and it is wired up all around the fence. If you're trying to climb up or to cut the fence, it sounds an alarm and they know exactly where there is a bridge. And the locals, the first responders, supposed to be here within about a minute or two to engage anyone who's trying to infiltrate. There is more extra barbed wire all around the fences. And you can see just behind our car how close we are to Gaza where more than 2 million Palestinians are crowded inside an area of 141 square miles. You remember those peaceful fields from a few minutes ago where Amit and I were walking? You know, the fields where there was a tractor all by himself being followed by an armored personnel carrier. But other than that, it seemed pretty quiet. There weren't any other people there. There weren't any people at the Gaza border. And it was solitary and serene. All of that has changed. Where the town of Starot was on one side, quiet, and the town of Gaza was on the other side, quiet, is now the front lines of the biggest violent protest mini-war in the Middle East. Beginning in April, shortly after we were there, the Hamas leadership in the Gaza Strip organized mass peaceful protest. At least that's what they called it, and the word pre World Press reproduced it word for word. It started out with 20 to 30,000 people brought to the border out of Gaza, right up to the fence, holding up signs, free Gaza, open the borders, you know, stuff like that. It quickly morphed into firebombs, rocks, gunshots through the fence, and a new invention, flying kite bombs. Bombs attached to kites and balloons that would float over the border, land on the other side, blow up, and start a fire. Millions and millions of dollars of farmland has been destroyed. In addition, some of those kites are dropping IEDs. Under the cover of the smoke bombs and the smoke from the burning tires, 20 to 30,000, the fences have been cut and people have infiltrated into Israel. What's happened? Israel has responded, as they should, with deadly force after numerous warnings. The world press first said they were slaughtering Palestinians until the Gaza leadership, Hamas, blew the story by saying, those are our soldiers. Yeah, 50 
من حماس استشهدوا في هذا المعركة الأخيرة قبل ذلك تستطيع أن تقول 50% على الأقل من الشهداء من حماس We are naming schools after them We're naming the public square after them And we put up posters showing how much money each family is going to get for each martyred soldier Kind of blows the press relations, doesn't it? And get this The Gaza leadership was complaining about a shortage of tires in the Gaza Strip after they burned all the tires in the Gaza Strip. And just in case you had any doubt as to what the goal was of these peaceful protests, let me read to you this quote from the head of Hamas. Mr. Al-Sinwar said, We will uproot their borders, we will pluck out their hearts, and we will pray in Jerusalem. Any questions now? <laughs> I didn't think so. Stick around. Later in the show, we have an amazing lady, Laura Loomer, coming up. You don't want to miss our chat with her. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org. And subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.